Chiniga Analytic Business Solutions, CABS, a 2020 Washington Post top workplace, is looking for professionals like you in the Greenbelt, Maryland area to join its team. CABS specializes in engineering and IT for federal agencies and offers a competitive benefits package and an appreciation for work-life balance. Does this sound like a good fit for you, your career, their mission? Fulfill the mission and apply for your next career move today. Visit chenegaabs.com to learn more. Man, June 5th. Would you look at that? Wow. It's weird because... What? Normally... What was that noise? I went... Why? I don't know why. I didn't actually do it on purpose. It came out. Um, There's this weird feeling, right, that 2020 is like the craziest year that we've ever had. And simultaneously, it feels like the longest and shortest year of all time. We all feel like we did everything or went through everything but did nothing. Did nothing. It's really crazy. Well... And listen, I'm not trying to get prolific here, but I do, and I keep seeing that meme that's like, no, maybe 2020 is the year we needed. 2020, maybe it shouldn't be canceled. Like, in the terms of not doing anything, yeah. Like, we're not traveling, we're not yeah. hanging with friends, you know, that kind of stuff. Events have been putting on hold. But if what is happening right now, if you are listening to this podcast in the future, and I love being able to say this, if what is happening right now, like, seems like, oh my God, do you remember when it wasn't safe for a black man to get pulled over by yeah. a cop? Could you imagine living life then? Like, if you're listening to this in the future and what is happening now, change this. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm happy to have gone through it. You know, it's like when when we learn about women's suffrage, yeah. a black people's right oh. to vote. Um, let's go with women's suffrage for a moment, mm-hmm. just to change topics for a second. You've got to think to yourself, wait, there was a time where a woman's opinion wasn't valued enough to even let her vote. Yeah, it's still not valued as much as it probably should be, but that's not the conversation and, now. But yes, I just needed to say that. But that's yes. also because on average you're smaller, mm. so your opinion shouldn't weigh as much if you physically. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even finish this. I, but like, I was it's trying true. so hard. It's are we gonna play an intro? Sure. The weekly oh. podcast that started it all. They just wanted to have fun as they dreamt of one day having their own morning show. And now they do. But the tradition continues every Friday. My Day Friday with Carla Marie and Anthony. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Kick off your weekend with Carla Marie and Anthony. We sure are available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app or Twitch. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, and you can watch our morning show on Twitch. You can see our videos on YouTube. You know, you can get us everywhere. Oh, I mentioned this in our on demand show um, that we post also in a podcast version mm-hmm. Carla Marie and Anthony on demand. Uh, if you go to our YouTube channel, I'm posting a video to show you this weekend. It's not up right now, um, but depending on when you listen to this, maybe it is. I'm posting a video to explain how you can make your iHeartRadio app an alarm clock with your favorite radio station. I like So, for example, I actually have Z100 New York set to play every I, morning uh, yeah, at 4 o'clock in the morning. So, I wake up with Elvis Duran in the morning show. It goes off, and then I'm like, what? Hello. Like, I'm like half dreaming that yeah. I'm t- because uh, people used to call into Elvis's show when I answered the phone all the time and say, oh, my God, I have to tell you guys, like, I woke up to you talking about like whatever it would say was farts. And in my dream, I was like, oh, my God, I farted in public, like you, yeah. whatever. I knowing them and having them as like my family, I think of it like it, it's so different for me. It's like I will wake up listening to Elvis talk and I'm having like a real conversation with him yeah. and I'm back. And it's it's bizarre. So. I have to have two alarms. <laughs> Back when I lived in Jersey City, I used to set the alarm to the Elvis Duran replay channel. Yep. And there were a, a handful of times where I woke up so confused because I was on the air the day before. 
And I wasn't on the air. Oh, if you listen yeah. to Elvis show, you know you know that I wasn't on the air. No, all the you time. would wake up to Z100, but it was the 5 a.m. show, yeah, the replay. That. Yeah. And um, and hearing yourself have a conversation <laughs> when you wake up is really confusing. Yeah, when you're like disoriented, especially because I woke up hungover almost every day, so it was real weird. Um, but I will have a video on our YouTube channel so you can uh, see all the steps. Cool. It's not that hard. If you want to try it for yourself, go to the settings. It's down there somewhere. Yeah. It's weird. You have to search for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't want to make this about women's suffrage because that's not what this is about at all. But it's something that I can't relate to that. But as a woman, you saying that, I've never, I've always been like, yay, I'm glad that they've done, they went through that and I'm proud of that. I've never truly thought about what it would be like for real for me to be a 32 year old female unmarried, yeah. like in oh, back then? the 40s. You, your life would have been over. Well, it, actually, no, I take that back. You wouldn't have been a 32-year-old unmarried female. There were some. There were. Um, the two women on the, the Netflix documentary. Ugh! But are they lesbians too? Yes, but they didn't come out until they were in like their 70s. Okay, but I'm saying they, they weren't like going they, to marry a man because they weren't attracted to men. No, but I'm saying what people like perceive them as and oh, um, the fact that they weren't married. What was I going to say? Well, it's crazy for you to think, okay, you're, you're at, there was a point in time where your opinion was not, not only was it valued, but you couldn't even have a voice in politics and the way the country is governed governed but then go to today fast forward to right now as we talk about black lives matter um there was a time when even just doing the census in this country hmm. black people weren't even a full person it's not that their opinions didn't matter they weren't even counted as a full human being that's the whole three-fifths um compromise where like, when think they about were slaves, that right essentially now. and i'm probably gonna butcher some of this but i haven't read about this in a long time but when they were trying to do the census, which helps figure out how many congressmen you have in your state, mm-hmm. because that, it's supposed to go by population, even though it doesn't anymore, um, because we just don't have it. We actually don't add Congress members because we don't have enough seats. Chairs? Chairs. Let's get Office Depot in this bitch. <laughs> and that's one of the problems. With, and that's a whole nother. You know what? I'm not going to go. That's a whole nother conversation. But um, in the South, obviously, because they had way less white people and way more black people, because one plantation could have a black family of, let's say, 10 people. But- 60 to 100 slaves or even more. So mm-hmm. if they wanted to be represented in Congress, they wanted to make sure that slaves were counted. The compromise, the three-fifths compromise was, okay, we'll count your slaves, but they'll be three-fifths of a person. Like, that's crazy to think. At one point, I, if you're black yeah. in this country, at one point, this country didn't even consider you a full purpose, a full the, person for government purposes. And a lot of black people still feel the same way. Yeah. Now, granted, your vote, as far as I know, counts the same as much as mine does. But a lot of society yeah. looks at black people like they don't matter. Yeah. And that's why... <laughs> sorry. You dying over there? And that, yeah. And that's why we are where we are today. Mm-hmm. And I don't care that anyone says it's not systemic racism isn't real. I mean, you can't say that. There are a lot of things that you can look into to show you how, even though those laws, policies, yeah. might, or policies, laws... Um, beliefs might not be prevalent today. The reason we have certain things today is because of those, if that makes any sense. Anyway, we're not going to, we've talked about it a lot and it, it requires a more intelligent, thoughtful conversation than we could probably ever give it. Um, but we've tried. And I want to bring something up because I think a lot of people might be in this same boat. Are you motivated by all the wrong things? Because I realized something about myself recently, Carla Marie, and something happened within the the radio structure recently that kind of like, annoyed me and I got super motivated to yep. do extra things. And then I realized I am, and I think I've talked about this. I am motivated by anger. 
It's weird. Well, and it's sometimes it's a good thing, right? Yeah. You talk about like the uh the breakup bod or the revenge bod. Yeah, revenge body. Right? Where you may have been lazy for a while because you were comfortable in your relationship. When you break up, you're like, you know what? I'm going to show them. I'm going to be the hottest version of myself possible or the, whatever, the fittest, healthiest version of myself possible. Um, I think that's how I operate. And that's why it's been so hard for me to motivate recently with the lockdown and everything. Because yeah. all of the things that would normally motivate me until very recently kind of disappeared. I'm not going to bars, meeting girls. I'm not, I'm not even going to the gym to see the hot gym girls and just be like, hey, I want to make sure that they know that I'm fit just in case they're like interested one day. You know, <laughs> really? they've never been interested, by the way, just to throw that out there. Although, the guys have. You know what? The first We're gym that I went to was Odyssey Gym and it was in New Jersey. It was right after I graduated college. Long hair, Anthony? I was still in college. I need to know how the hair is. Uh, it was medium hair, Anthony. Okay. So definitely real curly. Um, what are we at now? This is still short hair. Technically. Okay. It's longer than it normally is, but it's it's. I would call it ratty hair right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a girl. I think her name was Elise or Alyssa. Sounds hot. She was the front desk girl oh, yeah. at the gym. She was like, so I had just graduated. high. I was in college. I think I was a freshman in college and she was a senior in high school. Oh, boy. Um, what, you said you graduated college. No, I'm going back backwards now. I was because I remember still being in college. So why were you using the gym? Like, why aren't you using your college gym? Well, because I commuted from home. Uh, for the first it, two years. college gyms are free. Yeah, but I didn't spend as much time there. Okay, continue. Um, and this was off-season summer stuff anyway. Oh. And I did end up flirting, getting the number, hanging out with her. So I've, I, there's okay, one, but there, one gym how girl. How old was I, this girl? She was only like, I think, seven months younger than me. She wasn't, it wasn't like she was a lot younger than me. Mm. We're a great apart. I never heard this story before. I'm enjoying Like I've, I've, heard, I've heard every Anthony story there is. This is like interesting. And it's funny. I met her actually. At a church convention, even Wait, though she doesn't go to my church. I thought you met her at the gym. I did. And we flirted a little bit, had conversations here and there. And then we had this, this uh, church convention. Her friend was cousins with a guy who went to my church. So they came to this party that we had. So did you check up, hook up with her at church? No, I didn't. Um, but then we, we exchanged numbers there. Uh. And then things developed. Nothing too serious. But you know what's... So this is how, how annoying friends are. Oh, but you my God. You didn't like... Go all the way with her. No, I didn't. Because, uh, yeah. Well, want me to tell you why? No. Other than the fact that I just, it took me a while, whatever. Um, I had a party at my parents' house. And I think my brother Justin was still there. But you have to realize my brother Justin and I are seven years apart. Mm-hmm. So if I'm 18, he's 11. Yeah. And. You had a party around an 11-year-old? Oh, yeah. I had a party. My, my cousin George, who now is a police officer <laughs> in Wayne, or he's in the police academy in Wayne, New Jersey. Um, full-grown adult. He would come to our parties, and he was like six at the time. Right. Um, and obviously, they weren't drinking. They were Who just, was in charge you know, of watching him? Me, for the most part. Anthony! What? Does his mom know this? Does yeah, your yeah. mom know this? Yeah, they know. There was actually, the running joke was when we would play beer pong, my cousin George would be our referee, and we couldn't start the game until he got to the middle of the table and put his hand out and went, beer pong, like in dodgeball. I am like, you know if you did this now and got like, if it was like someone posted on Instagram? Hmm. He's not drinking. He's Which I guess out. not. Like, it's it's a... It's a like if a parent has a party, they yeah. have a baby. Okay, continue. Okay. Um, so this girl was at my house and we had been flirting for a while, and we're finally in my room and we start making out. My friends thought it would be funny uh-huh. to send my brother Justin to knock on my door, knowing how little brothers are just annoying. Yeah. And if you don't answer them, they just keep knocking. Yeah. And uh yeah, he ruined the whole thing. But aren't ruined you glad everything. now? Because you Am I glad? You you saved it for someone you actually cared about. 
Well, I don't know. I'm not saying that was going to happen, oh. but like nothing really happened. Oh, like, ever. All right. That was it. Okay, so you when you're like, oh, the gym girl, and then we like hung out. Well, we hung out. No, we hung out a lot. We hung out a lot, and we made out a lot. Okay. Yeah. So we, so that (laughs) whole story was a waste of my time. Why? She's also, I think I've talked about this story. I got uh, stopped by the cops once making out with a girl. I was in my Jeep. We pulled into a parking lot. Pulled into a parking lot, and uh, we're making out, and the cop knocked on the window, and because we were in a private parking lot. It's always the most embarrassing thing. Yeah. So that stopped. I, you know, now that I think about it, there were a lot of roadblocks in that scenario with this girl. <laughs> well, the universe was like, yeah. Sometimes the universe puts people together, and sometimes it takes them apart. I guess it took us apart. I have no idea what she's Maybe doing. Maybe you would have accidentally gotten her pregnant, and you would have huh? been a dad. Thankfully, there was zero possibility that, of that happening. That means you would have had a. You were what? Eighteen? Yeah. You would have had a sixteen-year-old. Right now. Oh. Why are you making that noise? That's gross. Well, how old was your mom when she had your older sister? Um, if okay, I'll put it this way: if my mom, if I was my mom right now, hold on, just why can't you just tell us how old your mom was no, when she had your sister? No, because it's not as fun. If I was my mom right now and my brother came first, I oh, would have a fifteen-year-old and a sixteen-year-old. Crazy. Two of them, and they—I say this all the time—they'd be taller than me. Yeah, most likely. And I would have been about to get wait. I would have been remarried, just remarried, kind of, uh-huh. and two years away from having my next baby. That's crazy. Me. Do you think they planned you? Because obviously, I was your mom's first probably wasn't planned. And her second also wasn't. Okay. Billy, my brother, Billy, and my sister, Tina Marie, are like a year and a half apart. So okay, my so mom had them at like 17 and 18, I think. Okay. And you've said that your youngest sister wasn't planned by both of your parents, at least. Mm-hmm. So you're the only planned child? Do you think you're the favorite because of that? I have had a much better life, I think, because um, <laughs> I'm the favorite. No, listen, if, they hear, if my siblings hear this, they're going to be like, eh, cancel you for saying that. You but can't cancel a sibling. Sure, you can. Cancel culture doesn't happen with siblings. I, it does. How do you know? You clearly haven't been a part of it. Oh, I'm going to cancel. You're going to cancel one of your siblings. I'm going to cancel. Why? Because they're annoying. But, <laughs> but... I'm clearly the best child, and I say this all the time, and I, Anthony, you say it as well for your family, and I actually agree with you. I agree with you on nothing that is positive about you, um, except I think you are the best child. I'll tell you why I'm not. Oh, boy. And I'll tell you why you're not. Your brother is still more successful than you, like by far. Yeah, but he causes so much drama for my, not, listen, I'm not going to get into the family dirt, but <laughs> like he has a big ex because of fam. like, okay, he doesn't get along with people. I'll tell you and why. And neither does my sister. So they both have like knocks. So then I'll tell you why I'm not the favorite. Okay. Or not the, I take that back. I am the favorite. I'm not the best. My brother, Justin, uh, does more around the house up until today. Up like, in, oh, I thought like today he quit. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, and he followed a career path that I think my parents, they're not, they're not not proud of me. But when your son is a lawyer, mm. I think that like carries some weight. And I think. Growing up, you always want your kids to be like a lawyer, a doctor, a, I don't know, smart person job. Not a guy who talks to people about gangbangs on the radio, which is literally what I do, which is weird. True. However, the cool thing about our job is that for me anyway, this is why like I, my siblings get so mad. And it's so fun, like, because I can be like, I'm better than you. Like, <laughs> who else can you say I'm better to? I'm better than you to anyone but your siblings. Oh, you always say it to your siblings. So, like, I post everything on like Instagram and I don't. My parents' friends follow me, and I don't uh-huh. know that. And a lot of times my Instagram goes to Facebook, and they follow my Facebook 
like fan page and they see it. Yeah. And they'll reach out to my parents like, oh, I saw Carla Marie walked around the Space Needle. Like, that's still the thing that I hear. And she went skydiving and she traveled here and did this. And my parents, like, you have to realize when their friends are always talking about how amazing their one kid is because they are seeing that kid. Parents are automatically like, yep, that's yeah. my kid. And they feel it. It is. A, there's like brag worthiness to some of the things, yeah. especially growing up in New Jersey. The Z100 connection, because that's like the most legendary station in the world. And just growing up in New Jersey, everyone needs to brag about everything. Do you think here's a here's a uh, my, interesting like, question that I'll throw yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, we worked with Elvis for a long time mm-hmm. and that family is unbelievably important to us. Oh, yeah. Let's let's pull the biggest four stations that Elvis has. New York, Philadelphia, Miami and Cleveland. Oh, what about Des Moines, Iowa? I said biggest okay. on purpose. Biggest in terms of market. But oh, we'll right. throw Iowa in there, too. Okay. Um, Eugene is one of them. Mm-hmm. Would, if they called today mm-hmm. and said, hey, um, Elvis, for whatever reason, he would never say this because he loves these markets, especially the one I'm about to, I'm about to say. He said, hey, Elvis uh, thinks that you guys should take over on Q102 in Philly. Mm. You have to do it next week, though. <laughs> I don't know. Really? Because, I, by the so way, if anyone's listening from Seattle, you're like, why would you leave here? Why, why, why would you ever leave to for your so that you understand? Philly yeah. is what number market? Uh, I believe it's eight now, and Seattle is twelve, unofficially twelve, really. Thirteen uh, last time it, it was official, yeah, yeah, and it may even bump up to ten with the new census, which would be amazing. Yeah, if you're in Seattle, if you're in Washington in general, fill out your census. We should have actually made. We can still, we still talk can. about that on the air. That's all, where are we legally allowed to do that? We have to tell people to fill out their census. I know. We run. But so, well, we run Steve Harvey commercials telling people to fill out their census. Okay, continue. And the reason you fill out your census is that is how they, um, our ratings system is essentially built. That's how they figure out what media markets are the biggest mm-hmm. and rank them. And then the company that does our ratings, like let's say all of a sudden, because the last 10 years were huge for Seattle, um, if, if all of a sudden a million more people live in the Seattle metro area, they have to give more people the devices they use to do the ratings mm-hmm. here, yeah. which makes it better for us. Because anyway. right now it's like it, with the with the boom that has happened in Seattle, it's like minuscule, minuscule compared to what we should have. Yeah. Um. So I've obviously I've built a home here. Like yeah. I live with no one but my cats, but <laughs> still a home. It is, and I am probably more connected to the city and greater area of Seattle than I was in New Jersey. I'd argue that. I'd argue that you are connected more to the city of Seattle than you are in New York City. And New Jersey. No, because think about the things you inherently know about New Jersey. You might not know the history. See, and this is, and I, I brought this up with a lot this. of people, is I know more about Seattle history than I do New Jersey history. Because I know more where Seattle towns are than New Jersey towns. You and I lived that. there for 28 years. No, you think that, but you would still need navi- your navigation in your car to get to a lot of places in Western Washington. Nah, just take five either way. You don't need um, Google Maps <laughs> in New Jersey. Yes, I do. No, not I as often. I don't need it here. I need it in New Jersey. No, I still think. Especially whatever the hell they did coming out of the freaking Holland Tunnel. Well, yeah, the Holland Tunnel is. I don't know how to get to my own house anymore. Um, Jesus. So. I don't know. These are the things, by the way, and I, I know everyone does this, especially because yeah. we're in lockdown. Yeah. You just start creating these hypothetical situations that, that will, will most happen. likely, actually, this one specifically will, will never, happen. never happen because there's never going to be a day until he decides to retire one day. There's never going to be a day where Elvis goes, I just don't feel like being on Philly anymore. I don't think I want to be in a world where Elvis isn't on the radio. I've thought about that. If Elvis quits, I quit. Well, there's also the 
there's also the argument that happens in sports a lot. Do you want to be the guy that follows the guy? No. Nope. Right? It doesn't usually go well. <laughs> um, you think about times it has gone well. The most recent one is probably Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. He oh, came after in after Favre. Brett Favre. Favre. Yeah. But think His about. His name is not Favre. I know. It's so weird. Favre. F-A-V-R-E. But why does no one say it? Because he tells you how to say his name. Oh, well, someone should tell him. Your name is Carla. You tell people to call you Carla Marie. No, because my name is Carla Marie. <laughs> like, that's a, that would be like me saying, please call me Calra, but spelling it yeah, Carla. I don't have a, a reason for that or All an right. answer there. Continue. But that's also part of the problem. Like, do you want to be the guy that replaces the guy? Because the standards are super high. You're always going to be seen in that light. D.D. Gregorius following. Um, Cano? Following. No, no, no. Uh, oh, no Derek I, Jeter. Wait, who do we have? That's a D? D. Gordon. D. Gordon. Yeah, that's totally different. He's a he is or was a Mariner. Um, like that. Those are hard shoes to fill. Even though he played really well, he's just never going to be Derek Jeter. No one will be Derek Jeter. Think about the quarterback that's going to have to go play after Tom Brady in Pittsburgh. Or no, not Pittsburgh for the Patriots in Whatever. New England. I'm just saying. Do you want to be the guy that follows the guy? No, I don't. You know, and you know, it's sad. I just realized I'm trying to think of a girl. I tried to use a girl, a girl that follows, follows the girl. girl. Unfortunately, the the biggest like world renowned athletes oh. or or television people. Like I was thinking athletes, actually. I was thinking of the Williams sisters, but you don't follow them because you're not taking the, their position. Like, and the same thing, like, you could say Ellen DeGeneres followed Oprah, but it's too complete. It's not like she took over the yeah. show. When you're talking late night shows, they all have been the guy that's followed the guy. Yeah. And it's a, pretty much been successful. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Trevor Noah, amazing. You know, he's never will be Jon Stewart, but that's good. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be Jon Stewart. He's, he's actually, you know what's really good? And you'd appreciate this because there are a lot of events that we host in front of people and you have small talk and you try to keep the crowd engaged and stuff. Oh, yeah. his, some of his funniest stuff is the videos they pull while he's talking to the audience. And it's it, kind of like our Twitch feed kind of, because it's just a random conversation. He did something really impressive the other day. Um, and yes, he will get political. If you're a Trump supporter, you probably don't love Trevor Noah, especially at the moment, but th- I'm thing. not trying to be a dick. Are there any late night shows in that sense? Like satire type shows where they are, not that I can think of, where they're not like, but they, here's, they're always. Unless they're political, like actual straight up political. None of them are trying to be, entertain you. And I think what people forget, especially when it's your person in office, is they've made fun of presidents mm-hmm. forever. forever. And we think it's worse now um, because we live in a soundbite world. Yep. You know. I would argue that it is a little worse. Maybe it is. But we, but social media All is also different. depends on the content that the person has given out, yeah. too. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, Trevor Noah, he did something really interesting that they posted the other day where he talked to a French couple and started talking about how he like was able to throw a French accent on and turn it off and turn it on and turn it off. Then he talked to a Middle Eastern person. He was, he was just doing these accents and throwing them around. And from a performance, like if you're trying to break down performance, it was just, it was so and on unbelievably hard to put myself in that position because I'd never be able do to do that. We don't do it. That's one thing. And I he was I funny. He was hilarious the whole time. Um, now I'm trying to think of a girl following a girl and it's, or woman following a woman. Yeah. And I think with, you could try to bring up MLS or the WNBA, but there haven't been, those leagues haven't been no. around as long and, and don't have it. the hype. Right. Like Megan Rapino at some point. I'll tell you what, if Danielle left Elvis' show. Yeah. That would be honestly probably the biggest one in the entertainment world. I've said this a million times. There are two people on that show. Listen, everyone on that show is important. Everyone on that show is my family, my extended family, if, if you will. Um, but obviously, there have been some rotating chairs, musical chairs, whatever you want to call it. 
That show without either Danielle Monero or Scary Jones is a different show. Mm-hmm. Totally different show. And everyone brings a different element. Yeah. But from As a... On, on air you're talking about? On air, yeah. And I think what people don't realize about well, Scary... Well, Scary will say the things that... I just called him Siri. Scary will say the things that you're like, what? No yeah. one? Well, I think he does that. He says a lot of the things that people are afraid to say. And he knows he says those things on purpose sometimes. Um, but sitting in my seat where you have to push buttons and make sure things are playing in order and organized, he is half of Elvis's brain. And I think Elvis knows that, um, how, how important Scary is. Now, listen, Elvis can do an incredible show in space, even if no one's on his team, because he's the greatest that's ever done it. We should just do My Day, uh, my, like, My Day Friday, we should just turn into a behind-the-scenes at Elvis' show. No, but we're As too told remo- we're, four years ago. Yeah, we're too far removed from it but now. But also, at the same time, like, if Sam wasn't, if Sam just said, I'm not working anymore. They like there'd be a scramble. Because- there would, of course, and that's what I was trying to say before. Everyone yeah. on that show is important, even when we left. Like I was, and I'm not being self-deprecating here. I was probably the least important person on that show. But video is very important. Video started getting really important, and Jake Jake took over and did a better job than I could have ever done in my mm-hmm. entire life. And I've I've told because him that you created that position. Like think about that. You created a position. No one was you before you. I created two. True. I mean, Garrett and I did some videos randomly when yeah. I was like when I first started, and Garrett would do some, and I would like film for him. Mm-hmm. But there was nowhere to put them. Like there was nowhere to put those videos. So you created yeah. a position, um, and then Jake just learned everything from you, and then doubled down on yeah. it. And he was so good. Mm-hmm. And so still, good. and if you like following, what is it? Producer Jake, the producer. What is his Instagram? Producer Jake. Producer Jake. Um. You should have made it Baby Jake. Well, I had to change him to Baby Jake on my phone because I kept going to type in Baby Jake, and he wouldn't be there. That's funny. So it's Jake, the producer on Instagram. You have to see the work he does now. He works for Empathy Wines and doing content creation. It's insane. He's one of those people where the second he went to lockdown, his brain, like, somehow went into, like, overdrive, and he does all these unbelievably creative things. And what I was trying to say before was not that anyone can leave that show and it won't sound different. No. Because anyone. Think about Froggy. Froggy is so unbelievably important on that show. Gandhi has done, in the short time that she's been there, I've never seen anyone get so ingrained in a show. Mm-hmm. Nationally, like in all the I shows I forget that, that Gandhi watched. wasn't there exactly. when we were. And she's so good, and she's so witty and so funny. Um, Brody's unbelievably important. He keeps things running. He keeps people yeah. on their toes. Nate, obviously. Yeah. He's like the so conductor. My comment before about Danielle and, and, oh, and Scotty B. If you listen and- to Z100, it sounds the way it does. Because Scotty B is there in the morning. I do not want that job. Garrett's and unbelievably important. Garrett, yeah. And then you got Josh, every fun sound Jeez. thing that you hear. Um, did we miss anyone? <sighs> yeah, of course. That's Diamond answering the, the phones Diamond. normally, which, yeah. shout out. What? Phone screener. Um, Stephen Levine, PR guru to the stars. Got Allie doing web. Yeah. Anyway. Andy. Oh, my God. Andy. Another position that I created. <laughs> the I'm just thinking, do we miss anybody? I don't need anybody yelling at me. And what I was going to say was every single one of those people is unbelievably important to the greater machine that is Elvis Duran in the morning show. Mm-hmm. That's why so many of them care so much about him because they know, like, he tells you how valuable you are on a daily basis or shows you or gives you the opportunity to be valuable. Um, but I'll still default to the fact that in some capacity, yes, the show will change, but the show will go on and it'll sound similar if a lot of those people decide to go somewhere else, like we did or like Jake mm-hmm. or Yaritza or whoever else, Ricky. Um, TJ, Lauren, we can go to Carolina, right? Yeah. But for some reason in my mind, and maybe it's because I was behind the scenes for so long and I saw how it all worked, Scary and Danielle are like two of the pillars, I think, in my mind. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah, which I mean, when Danielle was out, when her her dad was sick and ultimately passed away, you can hear the difference. And it's like when I listen to Bobby Bones' show, Amy not being there, it's and granted, she's really the only female who talks often on the show, so yeah. that it automatically makes a difference. It turns into a boys' club, which rightfully so, it's a bunch of boys, of course. Yeah. That's what, what that's what a boys' club is. It's yeah. just a bunch of boys. Um, so I get it, but you know. And the same thing, though, like if Elvis wasn't there, it'd clearly be different. Well, like and that's it. why I said it. Elvis could do a show in space with nobody else, and it would still be one of the greatest shows in the world. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know, even know how we got down that road. Where the hell are we right now? Yeah, we talked about you making it sound like you went all the way with the girl that you only made out with to be <laughs> who's the favorite kid in your family. I mean, we talked about the Black Lives Matter. Suffrage. We talked about women's suffrage. We talked about the census. We talked about the U.S. census. That's like the most Please boring thing. Please fill it out so I can stop hearing these commercials. Well, you're going to hear them until the deadline. No, not if everyone in Washington fills it out. No, they still will do that. No. And here's the thing. This is what I also need to know. So I never, before the de- original deadline, Yeah. I never got a thing in the mail because I, I moved. Uh-huh. And I don't, like, my address I don't think existed before. So... I logged on and filled it out online. And it was like, no, I don't have a number. This is my address, whatever. But then, like, three weeks ago, I get a thing in the mail that was like, legal document must open. You must answer this. Open immediately? And I was like, oh, and I opened it. And it's a census with my, like, address, my name. And I'm like, well. Yeah, I filled mine out online, too. Now what? I don't know. I can't do it twice because that's illegal. Can we talk to uh, Mr. or Miss Census and see, like, is there a census? That is a great question. Is there a census czar? A captain census? Probs. Major census? I don't know what position of, or what branch of the yeah. government they're in. I don't know. Senor census? Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. If you know the answer, you can email us, Anthony at gmail. Um, Carla Marie, you were supposed to do something from the last podcast to this podcast. I, I was in the shower the other day and I remembered and I wrote it on the on my note in the shower. What well, is that thing? What is that thing? What is it? Because there was a reason, by the way. Oh, we the phone line. There we, we go. We have decided that we're going to wait. Oh, we decided. Yeah, Why? As uh, We're putting out a press release later. <laughs> were you so busy in, in lockdown? No, I wasn't busy. I have no excuse. My brain hurts. But that's about it. Are we going to have a voicemail phone line thing set up next week? We'll see. I guess we'll see. Tune in next week for the voicemail update. Yeah. Uh, thank you. We talked about a lot of things. Some of them heavy. Some of them not. Them thank light. you for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. You could have done anything else in the entire world. And you have figured out how to navigate to this weird place. So thank you for being part of the weirdness. Don't uh, enjoy YouTube.com slash Carla Marie Anthony show. Put the link below so you can check it out. Peace. And enjoy what? I was going to say enjoy your weekend. Okay, bye. Chenega Analytic Business Solutions, CABS, a 2020 Washington Post top workplace, is looking for professionals like you in the Greenbelt, Maryland area to join its team. CABS specializes in engineering and IT for federal agencies and offers a competitive benefits package and an appreciation for work-life balance. Does this sound like a good fit for you, your career, their mission? Fulfill the mission and apply for your next career move today. Visit chenegaabs.com to learn more.